Welcome to Tactical Talk. It's your host, Pictastic, also known as Derek. Today is episode number four. We're going to get into Warzone Part 2, kind of a branch off from our last one, which was Part 1. I've got Drivable Tulip and Max Moda with us today. What's going on, guys? Patman, son. What's up? So, Warzone Part 1, we kind of talked the basics of Warzone, kind of what the map insisted of. We talked about perks. We talked about gameplay. And today, I think we should get into weapons and kind of go over some tips and tricks as part of the part two of the war zone. What do y'all think? Yeah, it sounds good, Bubba. So, get on with it. Moto didn't join us on part one of Warzone. So, real quick, Moto, tell us about Warzone. What's your overall thoughts on it? Oh, man. I just don't know if I like it. To be honest with you. I don't like it that much either. Yeah, it's like... I don't don't know. It just doesn't seem as fun to me as it used to anymore. It's hard hard to kill people in there, I believe. It is hard, but I mean, that's the good part about it. Is that it is hard to kill people, and then it's harder to kill, you know, get killed. But from part one, right. you know, I mentioned that uh, I was a Warzone player that converted to Resurgence. So I'm going to ask you the same question, Max. Are you? Do you feel the same way? I know you've played Warzone, and I know you've played Resurgence. But out of the two, which one do you like the best? I'd much rather play Resurgence. I die too damn much. I just so can't as stay a part alive. one point made to all you listeners out there, one of those guys. That played both modes, converted from Warzone to Resurgence. There's a lot of reasons why that is. But what about you, Tulip? Did you did you say that last episode? Did yeah. I ask you that if you like either one better, which one do you like better? I believe Resurgence, man. Oh, bandwagon. He's lying. I mean, I can see to be honest, I don't like I, I don't like either of them. I don't like neither of them. But. I mean, I do like it, because multiplayer gets old, so you get over there and you'll play a couple, you know, about a week, then you go back to multiplayer. Well, in my opinion... Let me put it this way. Hold on. Let me put it this way. If I was better at it, I would like it more, but I suck so bad. So, that's why I don't like it. I got a question, too, I want to ask y'all. Why have all the Battle Royale games always been free over the years? Like, you know, Fortnite's free. The Call of Duty version of of their Battle Royale is called Warzone. Do you think if those games were paid for, do you think they would have better features or have a more fun experience versus it just being free? I know Fortnite's the big, you know, ta-da of all of them, but, you know, and it's free. So what do you think on that? I think they just they had to make it free to you know compete with Fortnite. Fortnite was the new thing, you know, a couple of years ago, but anymore, I don't know. It's That's all like about all the, the new boys. Got their, it's like all the companies got their product. They're trying to like upscale each one of them to try to beat the other one, I guess. So I guess if you introduced a price into it, then it wouldn't have a good this. review. Have, you, have any of y'all played Fortnite? Yeah, not in a long time. I played it there for a little bit, but then Warzone come out on Call of Duty, 
you know, or Modern Warfare 2, I guess. And I started playing it. And that's what we've been playing. Because it's obviously obviously the best war zone out there. Come on. Me being a older player, I can't do the building shit and the shooting shit at the same time thing. So that's what turned me away from it. You ain't very creative, are you, son? Yeah. The type of people to look at the keyboard to type. Yeah. <laughs> that's the same way when you use controller. Yeah. yeah but they've got that sophisticated shit down now where you can just link your controller to your PC and use it, I guess. Do you even know how to T9 text? Me? Oh, yeah. That? Oh, Duncan. The old flip phones. You know how you had to press the button like three times to get to the next letter or what? You know what I'm saying? I had to teach my dad that. T9. Oh, yeah. It's been so long, I think I forgot even how to use that, honestly. Yeah. But, man, you could just sit there and just tap. You could hear people just tapping buttons 100 mile an hour. But you could do it, I guess. Well, let's start into this part two of Warzone. I've got four classes that I would like to share with you that I use for Warzone. And I'm going to tell you my four favorite and why I like them. So in multiplayer, you know, this multiplayer is a good thing because I got introduced to all this and I got in the camo ground. So it made me use all the guns that I've used so far to see if I liked them or disliked them. And when Warzone launched on December 6th, you know, two of these guns that I'm about to tell you are meta, and I personally would... Yeah, meta. What does that mean? It's a fancy word that people use now that say OP, for example. Like, they're really good. That's what the hip kids are saying now. Ooh. First one that I like is the DG-56. It's a three-round burst gun, first off. But it's really good in Warzone. I've come to use the Optic Coro Eagle Eye 2.5 Zoom Scope, and I use that on a lot of my classes in Warzone because it's just a simple crosshair. It, it, it kind of reminds me of a, of a, I think it was a 9 magnification scope, but it doesn't have any of the little jumbo stuff on it. I was going to say uh, 9, nine uh, the magnification's 9, but you said 2.5. Yeah, I was using that, the the clarification of what the scope looks like to me it ain't got uh-huh. the little red dot in it or any of the little crosshair marks it's just a you know a black cross that's okay. in the thing so it makes it good but to it see is through. it is two and a half times though the scope yeah two and a half magnification yeah I, what i was getting at i like mine a little bit more more like five i guess on warzone because you spaced out a lot on warzone yeah it's all like personal preference but to pair off the optic I have for a barrel, I use a CDG T25 light barrel. My muzzle, I like a VT7 Spitfire suppressor. My under barrel, I use a Bruin heavy support grip. And of course, I got to put a 40 round mag on it. Is that the I could agree with all they, that. Biggest mag they It's have not the for biggest. It? No, I think they have a 50 round drum, I think. Probably 60. But see, drums are a little bit lower uh, reload quickness, so it, eh, when you get in that little tussle, it might take yeah, that millisecond if, off. Yeah, but if you have the drum on it, then you don't even have to reload. Yeah. What's your Re- secondary for this class? 
Let's talk about that real quick. What's what's the secondary for this class? I don't use any pistols. I use a striker on every single class. This really? not just a regular striker, not the striker nine, but their actual regular striker. And I use it for close range only. I don't ever have it out unless I'm in a close range. Or if I hear somebody in my headset, I'll pull that out real quick. Because the DG-56 is good for a medium range, but if I'm in a short range combat, I'm going to get that striker out every freaking time. The reason why I like the DG-56 is because it has really good damage and the recoil is really low on it. Let me ask you this. What about the three-round burst? Do you have the three-round... That a gun that has a three-round burst, correct? Yeah. All right. One of the two. Now, tell tell the people how you can uh, uh, adjust a setting. That way you don't have to pull your finger off the trigger and then hit the trigger. You know what I'm saying? In other words, you can hold your finger on the trigger if you have this setting. So you go to settings, controller, you go over to gameplay... And I think halfway down the list, there's a uh, an option to turn on automatic something or other. I can't remember what the exact title is. I'll have to get back with you on that. But uh, all right, well that's fine. I did you mention get back it. With us. I did mention it on part one. So if you listen to part one, any listeners, I have that in there. I remember that. So all I do is just hold the trigger, and it's just three round bursts each time. <clears throat> All right, but <laughs> good talk. Uh, <laughs> good talk. I mean, what do y'all like? I mean, I said one, and, y- and y'all got a personal. I, I, have, I don't even have a damn class. I have one class set up for uh, Resurgence and Warzone. And hell, half the time I just use it for the perks and whatever guns I run over there with. After I yeah. pick up at all the boxes, I'll, I'll just swap with those guns. Yeah. My 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 best one is probably the Bass B, and which I don't have no settings for or attachments. I mean for you, but it's just from the black cell. I got the black cell, and and that's what I use Bass B black cell with a sniper rifle. What is that called? That KRX or something like that. Yeah, but it's a black cell sniper rifle. It's a new sniper, and that's usually what I get with my loadout. It's funny you mentioned the Bass B because that's what that's my second one that I like to use. Mm-hmm. That's a good gun, dude. The, it is. It is. Uh, of course, the optics are the same. I use that Corio Eagle Eye two and a half magnification. I like to run the Bruin Venom Long Barrel VT7 Spitfire Suppressor, which that suppressor in Warzone is probably one of the best ones you can use for recoil and stuff. Also, I, you, you won't uh, be on the map, will you? It won't no. show up on the map as a red dot. Just mini-map. Uh, under barrel, I like the Bruin Heavy Support Grip, and I put a 45-round mag on mine. <clears throat> Going to snipers, my go-to sniper, of course, is the Cat AMR. And I put the FFS old V laser on it for a quicker aim down sight speed. I use a VAG 34 barrel XRK Nightfall suppressor. I use the Infernal Quick Bolt, which is faster rechambering speed. And I and of course it's a core mode obviously, so I put a 50 cal high grain round in it for that extra damage and uh damage range. And in my opinion, the cat 
is the best sniper to use in Warzone. Because that's the only sniper out of two that we have access to that will do one-shot kills. But of course... Not even the, not even the XRK? No. It won't the, do it one... I don't know. In Warzone, of course, the shot you do is going to down them unless you headshot them and then they'll die. But in multiplayer, it's just one shot kill no matter what. But in Warzone, it might knock them down and then you have to shoot them again to, to finish them unless you headshot. Uh, okay, so you're saying that sniper rifle though is the only one that will do it in Warzone. Yeah. Alright. XRK is the sniper rifle. That's what the black so. Yeah. And that's what I have it set as. Yeah. That cat gun, it kind of reminds me of Vandersick, the Car 98K back in uh, Vanguard. It kind of reminds me of that gun. I'm trying to remember the cat. Does it have a clip on the side? Yes. That's the, the one okay. That's, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I have it as as another sniper rifle with uh, uh, the DRG that you talked about in the first DR. Yeah. At the first gun. That was my. My uh, secondary was that cat. <laughs> really? Yeah, Moto. What the hell? What you got, Bubba? Come on, talk to me. I don't know, man. I don't know any of the names of it. I'd have to pull it up. Fuck it. I'll turn my PlayStation on. You got to start using your head, son. <laughs> Sounds like you've been using your head for a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> While you look that up, this next gun, lots of people are talking about this, the MTZ Interceptor. And this gun has also had another slight nerf to it in the latest update, which we had. The multiplier, the headshot multiplier on this gun was reduced from one and a half to two. and Or, I'm sorry, one and a half from two, excuse me. And it's still a good option despite any other of the loadouts that I've mentioned. But it's a really good gun. And I put a BT-7 Spitfire Suppressor MTZ Blackthorn Barrel. Of course, the Eagle Eye 2.5 magnification. I put a 20-round mag on it, and then I put the 762 51mm high-grain rounds on that one. And you it love makes a that good Eagle gun. Eye scope, don't you? Yeah. I find it to be a really good medium, medium to semi-long range yeah. in combat. Yeah. <clears throat> And it works really well, in my opinion. You know, I think you, I, I think you should check that the uh, striker off your secondaries, pig. What? I think you should take the striker off your secondary and substitute it with what? I don't know. Something else. It ain't got enough damage, and the fire rate's too low. Yeah. Is that what uh, is that? That's oh. like I think that's just a better gun for like playing hardcore or regular. But on Warzone, it's the fire rate's not fast enough. Well, I don't win every close range, you know, confrontation, which obviously, which quite frankly, at Warzone, I, I really am kind of sucky to begin with. So <laughs> I wonder why. I use a striker on every 
thing I got for a second here. I may, I might need to look into it. But I don't know. I just think it's, I just think it's a good SMG for close range. Out of the MW three selection, I think it's the best one out of it. The AMR nine is better. Stop. But do I really want to just, use that assault rifle for short range? I mean, would AMR you? AMR nine's an SMG. The AMR, oh, that new one, yeah. You're, I thought you was talking about the Ram Seven. I'm sorry. I got the two mixed up. I do love the Ram Seven. The Striker Nine go-to is guns. way better. The fire rate on the Striker Nine is just it's a lot better. What about the Ram Seven? Where would you rank it? Damage is a little better too. It all just comes down to what kind of play style you like, right? I like me being a running gun. That's kind of like my favorite, I guess, for that kind of style. Right, you're full speed all ahead. I'm more. I'm in between. I don't camp a lot, but you know, I I slowly go around corners and such. And that Ram Seven. It don't have a good fire rate, I know, but it does have somewhat good damage to it, and it's quick uh, if you got it set up right. Yeah. Well, the Ram Seven's got a better fire rate than the Striker. Yeah. You have to unlock the Ram Seven, I believe, in the battle map, right? Yeah. It's free though. Even if but, you didn't get the battle pass or the black so Pig, you need to swap your striker for at least the striker nine. That you know, that's what I thought you were getting at. You seem to like the striker nine a lot better than the regular striker. I haven't I haven't even used it. I just I've gotten outgunned with the regular striker so many times it's ridiculous. Right. I need to pay attention more to what they kill me with, I guess, in close quarter too, because you kind of base that off there. I just think all the pistols that you have are just are a complete waste of time to use in Warzone. I, I just uh, even the Rattini, I don't. I just don't. I don't know. I like my pistol, but in Warzone, I don't. I mean, no, I don't like it. You even if the Rattini, I mean, if you it. had the uh, the mod on it where you turn it to an SMG, I think that might be okay. I don't but, like it. Right. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen haven't, that out there. You haven't. You haven't used oh out there actually somebody using it? Yeah, I've never seen anybody use that. Does it have you it has it? a stock? It has a stock almost like an SMG. It's like Mark. an SMG body and the pistol is just put in there. That's kind of like a build, right. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you yeah. have you used it before? I have, yeah. Multiplayer, yes. yes. I don't yeah, like multiplayer, it. yes. I mainly stick with my assault rifles and battle rifles. Which Just these loadouts it. here, I wouldn't necessarily use in multiplayer. You know, these are kind of like built all around Warzone. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, let's go to the next thing. Next thing we're going to talk about is I've put together some settings and some tips to help improve your Warzone overall play for some of you guys out there that might find it useful to have. First thing that I do, and this is kind of, this first one's kind of multiplayer and Warzone Incorporated. If, you, if you've played with it before, the field of view, 
to access that, you go to the main menu, go to your settings, and then the top right corner, go to the quick settings. And that's normally by default where it's at, so you don't have to go through all of that. Uh, the larger your number of your field of view, the more of the battlefield you can see. So, for example, if your field of view is at 120, you can see a lot around you without needing to turn around or move your player around as much. Uh, but the flip side of that, the higher that is, the higher your field of view is, the more difficult is it to land your shots far away. So that's right. the downside to it. I would start, if you haven't messed with it, I would start at 100 and just work your way up in five increments, yeah. I guess, and see which one is best for you. In other words, you can. It's about like a zoom on your person. It's you can zoom in or you can zoom out. Yeah. Right. Okay. But but if I know we're going to play Warzone, like I leave mine at one twenty on multiplayer. But if we play Warzone, I'll back it down to about one ten for me. That's what I like hmm. to play it at on Warzone. You'd think you would do well. No, that's right. The more it is, it zooms out more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So the less you want it. Probably at ninety for Warzone, really. Yeah, it all depends on what you like, I guess. And I, in a future episode, we'll go over like a full integration of what settings we like to run to. There's a, there's a lot to it, but this is just tailored to Warzone, pretty much. I have some settings if you want me to. While we're on the settings topic for uh, uh, aim assist and such. Yeah, touch on it. All right. Well, let's see here. There's four settings I'm going to talk about here. And to help with aim response and, you know, help you stay on the player. All right. Aim response curve type. You want to have that setting to to dynamic. The second one is aim assist type default or black ops. Either or. Then the third one, interact slash reload behavior. You want to put that to prioritize interact. The fourth one will be armor plate behavior. You want to select that to apply all. And that last one, the armor plate, we was talking about this earlier. And it, it has apply one or apply all. So we was thinking, you know, you, you put on one plate at a time, obviously, with apply one. But if you put apply all, then obviously it'll put on all your plates. And I like the setting to touch on that. I like the setting where it's either hold or uh, tap. Where I like it to where if I'm holding, as long as I'm holding the apply armor button, it's going to put on, let's say I don't have any plates on. Mm-hmm. And let's say I'm applying one. And I hear somebody coming. I can let go of that button and it'll just stop putting that one plate on and not go any further. If you have it at default, it keeps on putting plates on, which then you're going to get wrecked or have a possibility of getting wrecked if that player comes around that corner and tries to get you. So yeah, I like to be able to control that. This next, this next, this next setting. It's really a tip, in my opinion, and I think everybody should have this. Is It's turning off your automatic parachute deployment. So where you have complete control of when you let go of your parachute. And, to do, and, 
and to get to that setting, you go into settings, obviously. Uh, you can search it or go into gameplay under controller. Uh, auto deploy, auto deploy, it, it, it just has the chance for it to activate too early, and then you're stuck flying around, and you could possibly get shot down and stuff. Especially if you fly over certain different terrains, I guess. Uh, I don't like deploying early because I want to try to get to that ground as quickly as I can possibly do. You know. Well, sometimes you when we ping places, you know, we gotta use that parachute to fly a pretty good ways because it's a big map. Yeah, but if I'm if y'all are in a heated battle, and let's say the roof is empty, but Ooh, you know, okay, all the fights you, underneath you, I right, want to be able to control that. You say if that guy comes back up tough, you know, I want to yeah. be able to control when I want to do it mm-hmm. because you know, Warzone. The bottom line is every second matters. Automatic deploy, it what does what about fifty meters off the ground and then automatically yeah. deploy. How do you get yeah. to that? You go to settings. Uh, I think it's gameplay, or you can search parachute. Parachute, because yeah. it's not auto deploy. What is it? It's not auto deploy. What does it say? I don't know where it's at. I tried to search Dang. auto deploy for you. Well, I had the I uh, I don't know. It's it's in there. I have to I have to get back with you on that one. Let me look and see. You got your Oh, go over to uh Where did I find that? Uh, maybe controller or gameplay maybe. Controller got a gameplay. And go down. It's, I think it's under there. Parachute auto deploy. There you go. Yeah. Plane only. That's a big. That's a big one for any Warzone player. Being able to con- fully control when you deploy your parachute. Are you on your PS5 right now, Moto? That is correct. Yeah, I'm on it. All right, sorry, my kids were crying there for a little bit. But, uh, okay, so you're looking up all this as we go. That's good, man. You're almost like Pig Tassett. He's all in one deal there, too, Come in. All right, for everybody's listening, Pig Tassett, he is a podcaster. He's got, he's got the screens. He's got two, what is it, two screens? On well, your three, computer, three my laptop screen, yeah. Wow, I'm just using an old laptop, boys and girls. From poor what, phone, 19, got poor ways. 1980. Do y'all want some good device right now? That's on top of my head. I'll give it to you if you don't want it or not. You can take it if you don't want it. Just, just discard what I say. But the advice I've got to give you right now is. Don't never kiss your mama on your daddy's birthday. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> well, you touched on the armor plate behavior, which is nice. Which that that's a that's a big one too. So th- this is my preference, and this is something I recently discovered as well. Is uh, the proximity chat settings? I like to turn on the subtitles for the proximity chat and. Uh, I like turning up the volume 
to gain that extra little bit of advantage. It, you know, obviously it warns you of enemies coming by you if they're there, especially if you're having, especially if they are having conversations or like they're breathing real hard in their mic, it'll pick it up a lot easier where you can hear it. Um, Do what now? Brings, we can hear them talk? Yeah, on your proximity chat. You have to tweak your proximity chat settings. Huh. But you can actually, you can actually turn on subtitles for your proximity chat. So at the far right of your screen, their name will be red, obviously, because they're enemy, and then it'll have what they kind of say underneath it. Wow. I did not know that. Hey, that's your tips and tricks from Derek. Which brings me into the a little personal preference on gear. I think we all run Turtle Beach headsets, don't we? Mm-hmm. What you got? Don't you have a, on two moto the Turtle Beach one? Yeah, yeah, it's Turtle Beach. I think we all, and if I'm correct, I think we all have the Stealth 600 Gen Two models. Which, uh, yeah. Because let me tell you guys something. Anybody that's listening to, if you're able to purchase a nice computer setup or a, a console, you can you can afford a good headset. These headsets now are, are like eighty dollars at like Walmart or Amazon, blah blah blah. But let me tell you, I've had a lot of different kind of headsets. I've had the PlayStation brand versions. I've had uh, Skull Bones, I think's what one of them was, and then I went to Turtle Beach and. By far, as price range goes, for the bang for your buck, the Turtle Beach, hands down, is, in my opinion, a really good console headset. The reason why I like it is because it has what's called a super hearing setting on this, where if I hit a power button, it turns on my super hearing. So it pretty much cuts out all the bass, and it like amplifies uh, audio. So you can hear footsteps a lot crisper and more detail. And I think it picks up better as far as the you can kind of tell the distance of where the footsteps are. Not to mention that these headsets have a 40-hour battery life. So, I mean, where, where can you go wrong with that for $80? Right. Dude, I have a... What I'm wearing them right now is the Rig, Rig Pro 600. They died. I, I would use them probably six hours. You know, I'd have to charge them about every day or every other day. And... Since I've got these turtle beaches, I charge them maybe once a week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once a week, yeah, once or twice a week, you know. Yeah. So another tip that I have for you guys for Warzone, particularly, is when you when you are looting strafe, try not to, you know, stand still while you're looting things off the ground. First off, they've when Warzone 3, the looting, when you open a box, instead of it all being piled in a pile, they have it spread around in a circle, which is really good that they've changed that because that was something a lot of people were complaining about is when you open a loot box, all the stuff that comes out just gets thrown in a pile. You have to sit there and try to pick and choose what you want. But yeah, a good habit to form when you open loot boxes is do it fast because you know that one split second you're trying to decide on what you want on the ground, you could die in a lickety split, you know. Even if you look silly, it doesn't matter. As long as, you know, you pick up what you need real quick and just do it in a fast action, then nine times out of ten, you're going to be in good condition to fight. And maybe right. win, you know. Yeah. And that uh, spreading it out helps. As far as picking stuff up, like you said, 
But Warzone, for the most part, is pretty wide open. And you can sort of loot a box pretty quick standing over it. Yeah. In my opinion, I think the beginning game is not as hectic as it used to be. But mm-hmm. you have a lot you have a lot more heated mid and late game opportunities. And I like the way they've done that, you know, with all the shorter length times and the zones shrinking faster than they used to. So um, Did they get rid of people? Wasn't it like hundred and fifty people in a match and then now it's down to a hundred or something? Yeah. Yeah, that's Am down I? to a hundred player count. You're right. Okay. So then that helps as far as being getting enough game as well. Nobody's not everybody's landing on top of each other. Yeah. This next this next tip that I have for you guys is something that I'm working on doing better myself, and that is there's no need to finish off a down opponent immediately. Instead, what? instead of kill, I'm serious, and I'm trying That's to do better at this myself. To go there and it. teabag them, but but sometimes it's not it's not the best thing to do. I know everybody's trying to make their scoreboard look nice with all the kills so they can brag to their other buddies. But if you've got, if you're in quads, for example, and you, you down one, you know, the other three is probably nearby. And if you're trying to focus on shooting and killing him, the other three will come in and kill you before you can even finish him off. And that's something I'm working on doing better too. So yeah, I'd rather teabag him. That's why a throwing knife is a good attack. Oh, there's Roto. I was wondering if he's ever gonna talk, boy. Yeah, that is a that is a that is a good one. If you got a throw knife in there, you just you know once you down him, you throw a knife him. That'll end him right there, and you run over his body, pick your throw knife back up. Yeah, if you don't, don't, and I don't do this too. But if you down somebody, you know you can interrogate them, and it reveals the locations of their other teammates. Yeah, that kind of counteracts what I just said. You know, but uh, you gotta have uh, you know. I your thought you was a running gun player. I oh, know, but I was mentioning that too, though. You can tear game, and it reveals all the other teammates' locations too, which can be helpful for other other people. The last tip that I have for this other is, people? yeah, other. What, what do you mean? Your, other people of your squad. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't mean it like in a bad way or nothing. He did mean it in a bad way. He's an evil guy. <laughs> I'm a lot I just wanted to be sure, you know, make sure. Uh, you know. What? You know, I do carry a heavy backpack in Warzone sometimes. Only if camping with Koopas is on with us. Oh, yeah, by the <laughs> way, yeah, camping yeah. Koop ain't with us today. He, he recently had some hip surgery, so... Our thoughts and prayers go out with Camp with Coop. He's getting He's an old man. Yeah. He sent me a snap uh, this morning of his little cast uh, hip thingy that he's wearing. Is he 52 now? I thought he was 67. Oh! <laughs> we'll meet in the middle. He's 63. He's about to retire. That, hey, that's what his body is, you know. He's actually about <laughs> thirty-one, thirty-three, or something. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, Coop actually played the day 
he got home from having surgery, and this guy was higher in a kite. And he actually played better when he was high as a kite than he actually did in normally, which I know I'm going to hear some trash talk from hopped, saying hopped that. Hopped up but... on all them pain meds. <laughs> Hell yeah, give me some, boy. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was higher in a kite. Boy, he was playing good. I wish I got on. Hell, he was doing good last night, for a little while at least. Yeah. Wouldn't even say nothing. He'd say something to me. Uh, What? (laughs) Was he nodding off? Uh, I don't think he was that bad yet, but he was definitely feeling feeling a certain type of way, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. My last tip is uh, be a team player. Share your resources with your other people in your squad. And let's talk about that. What is it? What uh? How much does it cost to buy a player back? Three it's grand. Like Three grand. Okay. Yeah. That, that's and, if you can get to the buy stations. There's normally right. at least a team or two fighting over a buy station, and if yeah. you know, or somebody's one whole team's out there just camping the buy station, or hire one of those fancy deployable buy station things you can get too. Those are nice because then you can deploy your buy station wherever you want it to. Yeah. That's if true. you have it. But yeah, just sharing. Somebody's looking for a gun. You got it here. I'll share it with you. Need plates, you know, drop the plates to them. That, it it you, does I, more than you think I, it does. I'll tell you hey, what, uh, getting money in this one is a whole lot easier than it used to be. Amen. Yeah. You'll run around to you can just, you know, if you don't land directly on a buy station and run around and hit a couple buildings and then go to a buy station, how you got money for, you know, whatever you didn't pick up. Half the time you'll end up picking up a, a loadout drop or a buy station or a, a, you know, what's that, flare? Yeah, or you can, yeah. Bring a teammate back. <laughs> My best pickup is on dead, guys. You know. All these players, they always have good guns, it seems like. And you get them killed, you can go over and get their guns. They have good guns, seems like, all the time. Which, to me, I don't. we don't ever yeah, have so to after, do any contracts. I can find money. I can have, like, 20 grand in, like, five minutes of playtime yeah, without I'll, even doing contracts. I'll pick up a Eliminate Bounty contract just to see where they're at. Yeah. That is a I good it, thing to do. It turns up they're in the building right next to us. You know, we might 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 want to run over there and try and kill them. Yeah, that's right. That the enemy bat. Oh, enemy enemy bounty. Yeah, that's what you. All right. Yeah, that's where. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Which of course it says it feels like those things are magnets to us because it seems like we get marked. Yes. You know, like five times in five minutes, it seems like, you know. Does that enemy bounty go to one squad or does it go to all squads? It goes from whatever squad that picked up the contract to just any random squad. One, one, only one person in your squad is marked. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes whenever we're playing, they'll say your enemy squad is marked. One guy in your squad is. Well, it will say that sometimes. It will say, you are marked, or it will well, that say... Might be, might be because once all three of us, or three people die out of your four-person squad, then the oh, last okay. person is marked. 
So you yeah, might yeah. have been the last person alive. Yeah. Okay. And only that squad that got the contract is able to see us being marked, not anybody else. To, well, I'm to just touch talking on about that. like yeah. if, uh, if you're playing quads and three people in your squad get killed, you're the last person alive. You're marked. You're on the yeah. map until one of them comes back. And I want to throw in this a little real quick too. Uh, that gulag, it seems so fantastic and simple on paper, but damn it, I haven't won one yet. I haven't either. It sucks. I've probably played ten to fifteen of those since our part one episode, and I've had two people out of those times escape, <laughs> and other times I just get wrecked. Yeah, I, I don't I, know. I, why. I've escaped once. Let me ask you this: if the the guy you're going up against escapes, you know, through the rope. Are you automatically dead, or do you get to escape too? You lose. He gets oh, up so that rope. Do... It's over with. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know yeah. that. I I didn't know if you <laughs> could escape too. Like it gave you a countdown or something. I haven't had one and escape on me. They just shoot me and kill me. You have three seconds. I timed it today, actually. Well, that one guy that started to ascend on the rope. You have three seconds to shoot him before he gets to the top of the platform. Wow. That's all. And you can kill this guy while he's ascending up this rope, too. Yeah, without that guy that you talked about that sucked on the good luck. Yeah, the Sidewinder. Which I actually died by the Sidewinder on that particular gulag today. You suck, dude. Yeah. You should quit. Go home and cry. I I even had dual weld core forty fives and died you be by the sidewinder. Yeah, I uh, I had sweaty palms. I guess <laughs> you'll, you'll get them. You'll get them next time, pig. Yeah, sweaty palms. All right. Next thing we're going to talk about is some of the POIs points of interest that are on Urzikstan. All right, there's yeah, let's 11, talk about it. There's 11 of them total. And I've I've got four of them that I want to talk about that I've put some notes down for that I like. What are we talking about? Do what now? Point the uh, Urzikstan POI, points of interest. Points of interest. What do you mean? Like places like, so, to go on the map. You know when you're in the plane over Urzikstan and you see all the big bold names naming each little... Points oh, of interest okay. on the map. I got you. Yeah. That's yeah. what you're saying. Wanted you to make that clear for everybody else. Hey, right. Because I didn't know. The first one I want to touch on is the Orlov military base. And before I get into the kind of the little details about it, this map is a, or this point of interest is a good for a win. If you want a good win, and if you're playing quads especially, this, this point of interest is good to go to. Let me ask you this. Have you won one yet? No, not yet. Oh. Yeah, we, I think I've won some. Come on. Normally we play quads and the other three ain't up to par. So, mm. All right, I understand. All right, we'll give them this uh, point, of, point of interest that is a guaranteed win. Come on. You must not have found it yet. <laughs> no, I found it. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> the reason why I like this point of interest, it's got a whole lot of uncontested loot on it, first off. So, 
you can drop in real quick, get your get a quick loadout that you need to win some battles. And if I'm not correct, the time the three or four times that I've been to this place, I've always found a UAV. There's an orange loot box on the second floor, I think. And I've gotten a UAV every time from this box. And I cor- and I know each game that starts, there is it's gonna rotate that kind of stuff. But I've been lucky to find one. So I'll get in there, grab my UAV, pop it real quick, and I've already got a decent class at this point. And hey, I'm right into right into going to battle because usually there's guys that are right near this area. When I go in this place, I like landing on the mountainous region side of this point of interest because it's at the highest point on this particular area. And then I like working my way down to the center. And I use the high ground clearance to eliminate any of the people I do see when I pop that UAV. So that's that's my first point of interest I like to use. What do you think of that? Have y'all deployed there too, or no? No idea. I don't think I have. Usually just go where nobody else goes. That normally, I'd normally try and uh, land in uh, outside the zone. Everybody that spot. lands, yeah. like we when we played the other night, we landed, you know, dead nuts in the middle of the zone and had to fight your way out. Yeah. The second POI that I like is the Seaport District. And this one here is another good uh, point of interest for a win if you need it. Uh, I like it because. Uh, this point has got a lot of action in it when you'd first drop in. So a lot of melees and stuff you could possibly get. It's real. It's a real congested area. Uh, but on the flip side, of that it gives you a lot of time to loot some of the warehouses and the buildings that are around that little area too. On the left side of that point that I found so far. Any good boxes next- over? No. Just just regular loot. The green loot boxes. Regular. We don't want regular. Where's the good loot at? We want that legendary status. Give well, us the tips and tricks. Come on. Or is it called uh, rare? That's they're orange stuff. Yes. Is that is that zombie does it, do they have rare shit on there on there too? Yeah. Yeah, I mean some you know, the guns are color coded too by their right. rarity. You know, that come from zombies. Right. And and speak of that, I found a lot of snipers that are legendary, but they're complete trash because they have a stupid laser on it. You know, I hate that. Mm-hmm. You can't ever find a legendary loot sniper on this game that I found so far that doesn't have a stupid laser on it. It's pointless think, to use. Some of them, like though, those. you get, you can find a, five tier gun just as good as a legendary gun that you pick up that's like only like two tier. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've never found a legendary gun myself. You can find a five tier regular gun that's better than legendary, but that's what I'm getting at. Legendary is overrated. Look, this would be my like last one of interest too. Right, almost, yeah. This would be my last one. I ain't gonna do the other one because why not? They both kind of intertwine. Old Town. If you want a good high kill game, this probably is one of the best spots, in my opinion, that you can go in Urgic Stone. 
it's a lot of high risk, high reward kind of deal. Uh, a lot of people call it the hot drop is what they people are calling it. A lot of people go there. Absolutely. Because I mean, as soon as you they call it the hot drop. Yeah. Hot drop, hot spot. Because I didn't know it's got a lot a of damn volcano there. full of lava. Come okay, in. Yeah. Could have been warm. <laughs> okay. Warm drop. Is that better? Toasty. All right. Go ahead, bud. We missed you. To- toasty drop. Toasty drop. Yeah. Call uh, it the toaster. We'll be making some uh, toast. Come in. Put jelly on it. <laughs> that's gotta be the dumbest thing I've ever heard hell but it makes some good laughs <laughs> we're laughing because your ability to tell jokes is funny I guess that or you just gotta be dumb amen anywho I shouldn't say that right we were trying to avoid saying that yeah, don't say any ways. Is that better? Old Town is the most central spot in Urzikstan, meaning you don't have a ton of cover or distance while rotating, which can also help you easily take down players who are attempting to rotate into that center of the map too, which makes that place a high kill game in my opinion. Because literally, you're getting kills right away if you spawn this. Because this is this is a hot spot that everybody likes to go to. That I've, that I've kills noticed. or you're dying. Yeah, and good loadouts, obviously. It's a hot spot. Because it takes what? How long does it take for a loadout drop? You know, to get your guns that you equip. How long? How long into the game? And it, it's about what three minutes. Well, you can pick up. You can. I think you can buy the loadout drops, or you can pick one up and throw it before or, the the other ones actually land. Yeah, I'm, or yeah. or if you have a lot of cash, you can go to a buy station or deploy one in, and your custom loadouts. You can actually buy an individual gun from your uh, loadouts too from yeah. the buy station. That's what so, I was saying. But I'm just talking about you know the blue square. It says loadout had to fall from the sky. How long into the game do you think it is? It's I think it's about three minutes. I think it's longer than that. It's got to be. D? Okay. I didn't know. I, was, I it ain't too long into the game, but I bet it's probably I'm gonna tell ten you, minutes. Five ten minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you something. If I if I drop in somewhere and I find some good guns that I loot, I might not even go to a buy station. I might not even go to a, uh, the loadout drop. If I get if I drop in and I and I find a good Assault rifle, for example, and a sniper. Hey, I might use that the whole game and not even attempt going there. Because we talked about in part one that those loadout drops, they're magnets for kills. Because everybody's going there that don't that don't have anything yet, you know? So Or have good enough weapons, they think, to progress with mid and late game. I've also noticed that there's no ammo crates around. Yeah, they ain't not in uh, Warzone. Why is that? That's so gay. Never had the need for an ammo crate. What? I I guess I just that bad. At least. Well, you run around hitting up boxes, the and, then, and then the uh, the loot boxes get reequipped so often. Warzone, there's no ammo crates, and I have to go around and get enough ammo. Sometimes I'll get a gun, and there ain't but ten bullets in it. 
that's a feature that Resurgence has that Better Oil don't, and that's maybe one reason why people like it a little bit more. Right. But you can always buy it at the buy station. What, what What's up with the uh, always picking up ammo that you don't need, like shotgun ammo and sniper ammo that has mm-hmm. its own individual slot in your backpack? Is, is that a Warzone 2, or is that that's just a, Resurgence? Both. That's a new feature they added in. Uh, to where you have like a dedicated slot that doesn't affect your items in your backpack. So you have a dedicated slot for each ammo type that you can pick up. So if you pick up an assault rifle that's maybe has one attachment on it, and then you find an SMG like that has four attachments on it, you'd rather have that than the assault rifle. You can equip that and already have the ammo stored in your backpack to you know suffice that. So, right. But they should do away with damn shotgun ammo. <laughs> Who's going to hear the shotgun in Warzone? I haven't yet, but a lot of people like it. I've seen it. But it's good to have, you know, if you find a shotgun on the ground, you pick it up, boom, you got ammo right off the rip. One thing that I've noticed on social media, too, is people are wanting one-shot snipers back. Like I mentioned earlier, there's only one sniper that you can use without putting explosive rounds on it to completely kill an enemy in one shot. And snipers on from MW2 to 3 have changed drastically as far as that goes. Uh, I know we're in Season 1, so I see what everybody's talking about. I'm for that as well. But, I mean, come on, guys. It's only Season 1. Uh, all these devs have the ability to release all this kind of stuff in future season releases. So I think in future season releases, we'll get what we want. Because I love season snipers on Warzone. So. Do you believe, though, it should be a one-shot sniper? I think it's just so, a, I, Yeah. yeah. I, I think it should that. be if you hit yeah. it like at the shoulders above. But underneath, you know, it shouldn't be one shot. Hey, that's just like Max Moto. He can ride dirt bikes. I can't. If I want to ride dirt bikes, i got to practice riding them to be good at it. Same thing with snipers. If you have the ability to use a sniper rifle really well, you should have a better variety to choose from than just one freaking gun where you don't have to put explosive rounds on to kill them in one shot. They should be a variety of those. Yeah, I guess. There's white people, there's black people, there's Chinese, and there's Indians. So... So real quick, I'm gonna to touch on my my perks that I like using. My my perks and equipment that I normally use on pretty much all my loadouts that I mentioned to earlier. My first perk I like irrated, slide of hand, tempered, and high alert. And I like to carry throw a knife as my lethal and smoke grenade as my tactical. So that's my personal favorite perk and equipments that I like using. So, y'all agree with that? Y'all like that? Yeah, I told mine on the last episode, I believe. I did too, but I didn't really have it down pat because I haven't played Warzone that much at that point. So, right. Throwing knives are good for if you're actually accurate, and you know you can throw them real good. But now they're good for if you down somebody you know, in a close range battle and you just hit them with it after they're down. 
You so, love throwing knives, don't you? Who? You. Ah, uh, they're okay. I mean, you know, they got their uses. Do you ever get you know, mad and go to was that throwing knives in in town? There, you throw, you throw your axe throwing. That's what it is. We need to start us a business with that. As long as we're throwing them at you. A bunch of drunk white boys. They'll be going to play at you. Oh, come on. So I had a request from part one episode that explained the types of vests that you can pick up or loot in Warzone. And there's four of them. I want to cover those real quick. The first one is a medic plate carrier. And it provides the same kind of effects that the survivor perk gives us. It gives you the ability to move faster speed while reviving down teammates. It reduces the amount of cash lost at death, and it automatically pings any enemies that down you. So that is designed just for that operator that acts as a team helper. So who would that be, Coop? Uh, just whoever picks it up. See, most people that are like super dope serious about Warzone will actually pre-talk what they want each role of their squad to be, depending on if you have a squad of four, they'll dedicate roles kind of in a sense of who wants to be who in there and they actually coordinate and say hey if this guy wants to be a medic and he finds a vest he'll pick it up and then drop it for him to pick up they kind of dedicate roles in that well let me take that back I guess it'll be you pig because you're a team leader son well I mean it's just it's all about a strategy there's strategy that comes in this I guess for all the nerdy people so are you saying this is chess no I'm just saying that it's just a, a strategic thing, I guess. Okay. So the second second one's a comms plate. It offers the same effects of bird's eye perk, which allows the player's UAV to track enemies with ghosts equipped, and it also makes your UAV scan faster and shows the direction of an enemy for your squad. Ooh. That's Third good. one's a stealth plate. For a sniper. It is. Yeah. Or anything, really. Uh, the third one's a stealth plate, and it provides the same effects as the ghost perk, which protects the player from radar scans like UAVs, heartbeat sensors, and portable radars while moving. So it's necessary for those players that like to do the staying in the shadows and going unnoticed. So if you're more of a sniper, that might be a Camping good one to have. Cube. Right. The final plate is a tempered plate carrier. It offers the same effects as the tempered perk, which will improve plate efficiency by allowing you to refill armor plates to full with two plates instead of three. So mm. That'd be nice, too, if you had that setting that I talked about earlier in the podcast to fill all your plates, because then you just have two plates to fill instead of three. So whatever play style you prefer one of those might be right for you so you can always experiment and try with each one see which one goes best for whatever role or play style you have with the team so you want to talk about our roles i think this will be a funny little chat never really had any exactly there's no rules you go you fight you win boys get out there and you play some cod Y'all got any final thoughts? I'm just wondering what, what, uh, don't you, well, I better not say that. Never mind. Forget what I'm saying. 
about you, Max? You got any final thoughts? Let me ask you this. You like Warzone better than multiplayer? Yeah, you, Moto. I like multiplayer better than Warzone. Warzone and Resurgence is just something nice to switch it up on. You know, play one or two after you get, you know, get tired of multiplayer after a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Just an option. You know, gameplay. Another gameplay option. I think Resurgence is a little bit better than Warzone as well. Yeah, I agree. It's faster. You know, you got that the the main thing that goes on and is you respawn. Yeah, it's just <laughs> that's you know, the thing. It's because it turns into Warzone, like regular Warzone, once the resurgence closes out. Right. It just. It's, I wouldn't say it's a faster game. It's just you know, once you die, you're not sitting over here on the sidelines just watching your teammates play, hoping they can buy you back. Yeah. What about uh, Pig? When is this uh, Krampus and uh, Bad Santa coming? When is that? That's, I think it's, it's two days it's, now. It comes out in two days. It's not going to be long, I know. It's two days uh, from now. It was. I, I remember it being three yesterday, I, so it's two today. Have you looked into that see what's, uh, what the deal with that is? Or? No, is, I th- we'll touch on that. Uh, well, well, I haven't I looked talk about it. Now, so. I mean, this is Warzone Part 2. We don't need a Part 3. There's. It's. It's... It's all involved with everything, multiplayer, blah blah blah. It covers all of it. So, let me ask I you assume, this: you know, all the maps are going to be looking like a Christmas theme, but right, that's what I was getting at. Is there going to be snow on the maps? I don't know that. <laughs> I haven't seen anything on that either. Normally, so it's I, more just like Christmas decorations. Yeah, you know how they did in Halloween, how it was supposed to be more bloody, and if you got a headshot, it like really squirt out blood. I wonder if in Christmas it'll come out like paparazzi. What's that called? Uh, confetti. My bad. For all I know, we may have snowballs we throw instead of grenades. I mean, who knows? I, you know? I think that is a thing that you can be able to throw snowballs. You know how you can throw rocks in the gulag, I believe? Yeah. Anyhow, you can throw snowballs. <laughs> but I figured that'd make it more just like they did in Halloween. The graphics were more gory. In Christmas, I figured they'd make, I don't know, presents coming out or something. Yeah. So my final thoughts on Warzone, of course, it's it's a learning curve, and it's, eh, I wouldn't say it's growing on me 100%, but I'm getting to it. You know, of course, Warzone this year has, has a feel of more of like resurgence than it usually does, so it may grow on me. But, you know, with us playing hardcore all the time and going from that to this, uh, it's it's a learning curve, I guess. When you're used to something that's hardcore, and then you go to this, it's you know, like I said, a learning curve. But the more I play it, the more we play it, I think we'll uh, maybe have some different opinions on it. You know, in later seasons, we'll see what it all entails. But yeah, my thoughts is that Warzone is a longer game, and I know you get tired of multiplayer sometimes you know you play a game and then all of a sudden you're now you know you stop you gotta wait that period of time to the next game warzone you can continue to play for what what is it like 20 minutes the game yeah 20 i like that about it you're in there playing because a lot of people don't have 10 hours to play you know we play for 
two or three hours because most people have jobs and have to work for a living. Yeah. So that's what I like about it. You get to play if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wrapping up. Thank you guys for joining me today and doing this. Moto's got some final thoughts. Don't you, Moto? I did all the thinking I was going to do. Heart, Dan. We we got we got chicken with Moto. Well, with Bruce being out, we're going to try to do the zombies part one either Wednesday or the following Sunday. We'll see what entails as far as that goes. So I really can't tell you listeners what we have going on next, but it uh, it might be a resurgence episode Wednesday, or we could start a part one on zombies Wednesday. I don't know yet. We'll see what happens. See how but Bruce like is a, coming along. Yeah, he is. We'll he, 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 he is our zombies man. He loves him zombies. Him and Moto. Yeah, him and Moto are the zombie guys. So I'm yeah, anxious Moto. to see what they have in store for us. You got your notes ready, boy? <laughs> okay, uh, then. Well, th- well, thank you no notes. Thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed this. If you do, uh, we got more in store for you. We'll catch you on the next t- next episode. And this is Tactical Talk.